welcome in and welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to Miller Thomas today, wonderful host, if I do say my, if I do say so myself, of this podcast. You can go check out all my latest work. As, as you do know, I'm a journalist currently at the Arizona State Walter Cronkite School of Journalism, so go check out all my latest work on my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see my work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For segment number one today, guys, we got a jam-packed show as always. For segment number one, we're going to be continuing our Spotlight Player Series. We'll basically break down a player every day until opening day or until we run out of players to discuss. For today's segment number one, we're going to be talking about Jake Lamb. Everyone knows who Jake Lamb is, who listens to this podcast. He's been with the D-backs for a hot minute now. And then for segment number two today, it's Muted Mondays, so I'll take a look at headlines from the past week and decide whether to mute that headline or turn that baby up. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want to reach men in that age range, this is your chance. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks to find out more. And that's at gmail.com. Now, as mentioned before, for segment number one today, we're going to be talking about Jake Lamb. Now, Jake Lamb has been with the Arizona Dimebacks for many seasons now. He came. He was drafted in 2012 uh, in the sixth round by the Arizona Dimebacks out of the University of Washington. Originally, he was drafted in 2009 out of Bishop Blanchett High School uh, by the Pittsburgh Pirates, but forego to forego to get drafted at that time and instead got redrafted uh, three years later by the team he's currently on, the Arizona Dimebacks. He's played with the D-backs for six seasons now, and he was a 2017 MLB All-Star. If you guys know Jake Lamb's story, you guys know how good he was in both 2016 and 2017. Unfortunately, though, the last couple of years, Jake Lamb has been hampered with injuries. Quad injuries and shoulder injuries have limited Jake Lamb to just uh, a little bit over 100, to just, not a little bit over, but to just 134 games played total over the last two seasons. So if you think about how many games are in a regular MLB season, that's 162. So over the last two seasons, he hasn't even played enough games to qualify as a full season of games under his belt. That's because of the injuries I just mentioned. His season was cut short last year because of injuries. He had to undergo surgery. So Jake Lamb had just been in and out of the lineup the last couple years, and it's really taken a toll on his numbers. If you look at 2018, he only batted 222 in 56 games, six home runs and 31 ribbies, and then last year in 78 games, his batting average fell below the Mendoza line. If you guys don't know what the Mendoza line is, that's when a player bats 200 or worse in a MLB season. So last year, Jake Lamb batted 193 in those 78 games, six home runs, 30 ribbies, one stolen base. 55 strikeouts in those 78 games. And the year before, he had actually 65 strikeouts 
in only 56 games, so a lot hasn't been going well for Jake Lamb. He's been struggling the last couple of seasons, and it's hard to play well. It's hard to play well consistently when you're not really on the field consistently. So that's been Jake Lamb's probably biggest problems. He needs to get his health right uh, first and foremost if he ever wants to get back to that all-star form because he was pretty solid in 2017. He wasn't great. But he was solid. He was good enough to make the All-Star team, obviously. But on the year, he only batted 248, but he did finish with 30 home runs and 105 RBIs. But that's because uh, heading into the All-Star break, in the first half of the season, Jake Lamb batted 270 with 20 home runs. So batting 270 is good enough to get you to the All-Star break. But in that second half of the 2017 season, Jake Lamb only batted 204 with 10 home runs. So his numbers fell off drastically, and that just has continued to fall off the last two years. Yeah, a lot of it's because of the injuries, as we mentioned. But when we take into account the second half of 2017 and then what we've seen from him on the field the last two seasons in the Diamondbacks uniform, it really makes you question whether this is what Jake Lamb is now, whether he can ever get back to that 2017 form. I mean, he wasn't like he was... I mean, he was an all-star, but it wasn't like he was this generational talent. It wasn't like he was an MVP candidate. He was a good player for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I don't think he was a great player. Even the year before, his numbers were pretty similar to his all-star campaign in 2016. He batted 249, 20 home, uh, 29 home runs, 91 ribbies. He had six steals apiece in both 2016 and his all-star campaign in 2017. So he's been pretty much the same player. Uh, every year of his career, uh, when you look back at 2016, 2017, 2015 only played 107 games, but still gave his 263 average. Both of his other numbers uh, per game were right aligned with what he does for most of his career. Only 2018 and 2019 are really the outliers to what his career is, and that's because, of course, of those injuries that keep harping back too. Now, Jake Lamb will be used in this upcoming season. The only question is how much. My guess right now is that he's just going to be a super utility player. He's going to play a few different spots around the diamond. I think he'll play some first base to give uh, Christian Walker some much-needed rest. Jake Lamb is still a power hitter. If he could get back and just stay uh, consistently healthy, I think he'll go back to being that power hitter that he showed. And then Christian Walker does bat right, so you can see Jake Lamb getting in on those days when you have a righty pitcher on the mound. could do a little righty-lefty action with uh, Christian Walker and Jake Lamb. That's where you can always attack the dominant side of the plate. And then I think you can also see some time at third as well. Help uh, spell some extra, you know, extra rest for Eduardo Escobar. Eduardo, Eduardo Escobar is a switch hitter. <laughs> Eduardo Escobar is a switch hitter, so he doesn't necessarily need to be taken out the game. But if he wants any extra needed rest on those days where there is a right-handed pitcher, he can be taken out. Uh, and then you can insert Jake Lamb into the lineup. So I think he's going to be just a super utility player. And then when the NL plays those interleague matchups, he'd be a great guy to put in your DH spot instead of your pitcher. Now, Jake Lamb has been struggling with depression, he says, the last couple of seasons. With all these injuries, it only makes sense. He, he hasn't been on the field a lot, so he feels like he's letting his teammates down, and he feels like he's not contributing 
the way he knows that he can. When you go back and look at that 2017 All-Star campaign, he knows he can get back to that form. And that's what he wants to do for his team and his teammates. And so to actually get out of this slump, this little depressive state that he had, he actually called uh, Paul Goldschmidt after he was traded. And he didn't just ask him, hey, man, you know, I'm slumping. What can I do with my mechanics? He just talked to him more about life and just how to stay focused and what to do when you're going through a slump like this, what you can do mentally to help push yourself through. And he says Goldie's the reason why he was able to get back into the game mentally and able to refocus himself and reignite the flame that he once had. He told uh, the D-backs that, hey, at the end of the year, I'm going to be happy with whatever you guys decide. Jake Lamb is going to be a free agent at the end of the 2020 MLB season. So he says he has no hard feelings for what the team has in store for him in 2020 and what comes after. He's just happy to be back with the team, be playing baseball, and to be healthy once again. Now, you guys are going to want to stay tuned for segment number two today because it's Muted Monday. So I'll be bringing you all the headlines from the past week. We're going to decide whether to mute it or turn those headlines up, baby, after this quick message. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that the Locked On Diamondbacks is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Diamondback fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Diamondback fans in a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, Then let's put your company right here on this Locked On Podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. And let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back, everyone. It's time for segment number two today on Monday. So you guys know what that means. It's Muted Mondays. When with the high pitch that time, let me guys know what you guys think about that little intro. Could tweet me at LockedOnDiamondbacks or email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com. Now, let's get right into segment number two, Muted Mondays. Let's decide whether to mute these headlines or turn that baby up. First headline, I need to, I already know I'm going to have to turn this one up. Cattell Marte homered in his first at-bat of the spring. That's right, Ketel Marte, already putting the team on your back. I think we're going to see more of this Ketel Marte action throughout the 2020 MLB season. Uh, he's a stud, honestly. I mean, you guys know what he put in, what work he put in last year. He was an MVP candidate. I'm going to say it again, finished fourth in MVP voting. 
So you guys know you could win some money if you made a bar bet off Ketel Marte. He was an all-star last year, did it all, 30 bombs, 300 average. He's already showing you in the spring that he's going to be back for round number two again in the 2020 MLB season. He's ready to take the. He's ready to take MLB again by storm and ready to show you last year wasn't no fluke. He's ready to show you that this MVP Ketel Marte they showed last year was only a glimpse into the future because he's ready to take home the crown. Excuse me, crown, take home the MVP crown this year and bring another championship to the Valley of the Sun. Now for headline number two, it's Madison Bumgarner, actually. He's been a hot story in the news recently because apparently he's been a secret rodeo rider. Apparently that's his hobby. He goes under the alias Mason Saunders. So when I heard this headline, you know what I had to do? Mute. I had to mute that headline. I said, what? I said, Madison Bumgarner, what are you doing? Do you know how dangerous rodeoing is? Those are wild animals you're going out there with. Tori Lovello said he had no problem with uh, Madison Bumgarner and his extra endeavors that he likes to do on the side. But Tori Lovello, I have an issue with it. This is supposed to be our ace of the staff. Back in 2017, he, he was already hurt by some freak off-the-field injury. If you guys remember 2017, he missed several months because of that off-the-field dirt bike uh, dirt bike injury that he had. He had a dirt bike accident away from the San Francisco Giants that made him miss a few months of the season. And that's not what the D-backs want to see from their ace. They don't want to be in a similar predicament if he goes out there and gets hurt while doing this little rodeo thing. So I think Tori Lovello needs to put a stop to it right now. The uh, GM of the D-back said he had no idea that Bumgarner was doing this. And I don't like to see one of my premier players on my team. I think he's the highest paid player on the D-backs. So I don't want my highest paid player just going out there and risking injury for no reason just because he likes to. He's on the wrong side of 30 now. So he's not too far away from retirement. So he can just keep collecting these paychecks and wait to do stuff like rodeo racing after he retires with the Arizona Diamondbacks. No need to put yourself in a predicament where you can get hurt and potentially hurt your team because you want to just mess around and do something dangerous like rodeoing. Now, next headline up, this is by Bleacher Report writer Joel Reuter. He picked the MVP candidate for every team in the Major League Baseball, and he said, of course, obviously, for the Arizona Dimebacks, his MVP candidate was Ketel Marte. Now, we're going to have to turn that headline up just because it's obvious. Yes, that's the obvious answer. We all know how good Ketel Marte is. I wish he picked someone else so I don't have to regurgitate the same thing that I do almost every day on this podcast, which is just love for Ketel Marte. We know what he does. We know what a beast he is. That was a no-brainer. Let me say his numbers again. 300 average, 30 bombs, 30, uh, 90 plus RBIs, 90 plus runs scored. Do a little bit of everything. Center field, second base, you know. Not many players play uh, both the infield and outfield. So the fact that uh, Ketel Marte could do both just shows how versatile he is and how much of a beast he is. And he will continue to stack MVP 
nominations and eventually he'll stack those awards and he might even add a MVP award to his mantle this season depending on how the Arizona Diamondbacks play he already finished fourth last year with the D-backs missing the playoffs so I think if the D-backs make the playoffs this year can tell Marte is going to be right in the thick of things for that MVP race in the National League now, final headline that we got on our Muted Mondays today. This is another article written by Bleacher Report writer Joel Reuter. And then this one, he picked a candidate for every team to lead their team in home runs. And he went with another obvious answer. You have guys like Cattell Marte who could hit you 30-plus bombs. You got guys like Cole Calhoun could get you 30-plus bombs. Starring Marte has a 25-home run candidate. Jake Lamb has a 30-home run campaign. So you have multiple guys to choose from. But who did Joe Rota choose? He chose the guy that led the D-backs last season in home runs. That guy is Eduardo Escobar. So I'm going to have to turn this headline up once again. Yes, he chose the obvious answer. Once again, he chose the favorite to lead the team in home runs. But I can't disagree with Reuter. If you guys listened to my previous podcast, I think one of these Fastball Fridays, it might have been last week's or the week before, I actually picked Eduardo Escobar to be my uh, candidate to lead, uh, to represent the Diamondbacks in the home run derby, actually. I picked him to go there, and I even picked him to finish as a top three finalist. So I already think Eduardo Escobar is going to be a bomb in terms of uh, in terms of how many home runs he hits this season for the team. If you just look at the last three years, his home runs have gone consistently up every year. If you date back uh, three years with the Twins, it's gone up from 20 to about 25 to 30 home runs last season. So he's been a beast in that department every year, and he's consistently getting better in that department. And I think it will even culminate to possibly even more home runs in the 2020 MLB season. And he will definitely lead the team in home runs in the 2020 MLB season. And that's it for our headlines on this Muted Monday. Hopefully you guys like those headlines. If you guys ever see any headlines that you want me to turn Turn up or mute on this Muted Monday or any Muted Monday. Just email them to me or uh, at LockedOnDiamondbacks at Gmail or tweet them to me at LockedOnDiamondbacks. Now remember, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable round. So email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at Gmail.com to find out more. Now, you guys are going to want to stay tuned tomorrow because we're going to continue our Spotlight Player Series. And then tomorrow, it's Talk To Me Tuesdays. So I'm going to be dropping the finale, part three of the Austin Grad interview, D-Backs Insider. So you guys are going to stay tuned and catch that. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's podcast. Sorry if my my voice was a little scratchy. Feeling a little under the weather today, but thanks for sticking with me. Peace.